thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant. AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. happy to have you and we met we met our first original time we met was for Cracker Barrel because I was interviewing for five decades one voice and Trisha Yearwood was one of the features and she featured you guys because you wrote her single yes that was so cool because we got to well you interviewed us but then we got to perform the song with her which um I had mentioned in the interview that, uh, you know, she was the girl that I was like singing to as a seven-year-old looking in the mirror, like dreaming and hoping to be someday. And so it was a crazy, weird, full circle moment to then be able to stand up there and, and sing a song with her. Crazy. Life is insane. <laughs> well, and tell me about that song, because that was a song that had been recorded. Y'all had made like how many demos? Like five demos? Yeah, I think we like changed the demo like four different times. You know, we wrote it years and years ago. Um, but we just believed in the song and, and it, you know, it kept going on, on hold, which means artists are like, maybe I'll put this on my record. Like for like half a dozen artists, like put it on hold, but nobody recorded it. Um, and so, but then Trisha heard the song and, and, um, fell tell, in love with tell it. the name of the song. Every girl in this town. Favorite. Love it. So, I mean, it's crazy because I even remember writing the song and like, I was thinking about Trisha. I was thinking about like the music that I grew up on while writing it. So it's a little bit insane that she went to record the song. So are you a visualizer? Yes. Big time. Yeah. I'm like very goal oriented. I write out, you know, at the top of the year, all my hopes and dreams. So very much visualizer. <laughs> 
So what does it feel like? And I was reading your bio and like just all the things that you've done. You have now written a single for Trisha Yearwood, performed it with her. You have been on tour with Faith and Tim on their Soul to Soul tour, which is like one of the most epic things you could ever do as an artist. I mean, Faith and Tim, <laughs> come on. You toured with Cheryl Crow, who you said was like your biggest inspiration. And then you got to learn from her and you were so inspired by the way she toured and ran her business and her family life on the road. What is that like when you are actually living your dreams? I, I ask a lot of people this. I have the great privilege to interview people like you who are living their dreams. And I always want to know, like, what does it feel like to actually live your childhood dreams? Like you're singing in the mirror with a brush to Trisha Yearwood and now you're writing her single and performing with her. I mean, that has to be crazy. It. It absolutely is. It's an out-of-body experience when you finally step into that thing that you've been dreaming of for so long. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for every, you know, experience and moment. Um, but when it's all, when it's, when I'm like up there on the stage and I like in front of like 13,000 people and like actually doing it, I'm like, this is this is wacky. What the heck? <laughs> it's a, it's an out of this world experience. Um, but the crazy thing is, is because of being a visualizer, you know, I'm already like onto dreaming the next thing that I actually have, like, I've got to work on just being so much more present in the moment, enjoying the moment while it's happening instead of being like, Oh, but this is coming up next. Like, and, and actually being in quarantine for the last couple months has been a beautiful, beautiful exercise in just becoming present and appreciating the now, which is, has always been hard for a future caster like myself. <laughs> Talk to me about your quarantine experience because this has just been such a crazy time. Like yeah. how, how have you found the beauty in it? Um, well, it's been extremely challenging I mean, I think for everyone, it's, it's, it's hard as an extrovert. Yeah. You know, I miss my friends and miss my family. Um, professionally, I released a record on March 13th, which was r right after we like, we got pulled off the road from touring with little big town. We had a whole big town. Dang it. I know. We were out with big to town to and get off the road with them. I know it's so, so it's heartbreaking. And we had like a whole promo week, you know, set up with doing TVs and the whole thing, you know, and all that got canceled. Ugh. And so it was like, it was a, it was a shock at first. And I think it took us, you know, a good couple weeks to deal with the, the trauma of like, wow, we, um, you know, we knew what 2020 looked like and now we have no idea. And, um, and so, you know, the first part of it was, was a struggle, definitely. But I think we've kind of, you know, grown and settled. We've, we've just accepted the realization, like, we're not going to be touring this year. And we'll just have to figure out other ways to, like, promote the record, to get the music out there. Um, and so, and, you know, I'm also a, a songwriter and I write for other people as well as myself. So I still have, you know stuff to do which makes me feel good to like have some job <laughs> right 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 because you wrote um you made like I'm gonna lose you for John Legend and Megan Trainer. yeah huge song <laughs> thank you which that I mean that's such a blessing um 
you know, being able to write songs is so, it's so fun. It's like not work to me. Um, and I love the opportunity, you know, of being able to sit with another artist in a room and pick their brain and try and, and pull their story out. Um, it's, it's an incredible experience. So I can, I'm still able to do that, like over Zoom, over FaceTime, which is cool. Um, but finding the beauty in quarantine, it's been nice. It's, even though it's hard to slow down, it's been really, really nice to just be with the boys. I've got a three-and-a-half-year-old and an 18-month-old, so we're busy. <laughs> and um, my husband and I are just really just trying to enjoy each moment. Well, I admire that about you. I just interviewed Sarah Evans, and she was talking to me about how she was just sort of unapologetic about taking her family on the road with her, and she always yeah. did it. And yes. I appreciate that about you because you take your family on the road with you. And Absolutely. My it, husband plays in my band. You just make it happen. Great. And I, I really admire that because as a, a woman who wants to keep my career going as well as have a family, like sometimes you hit this point in the road where you're like, I have to pick. I can only be a mom or I can only yeah. be an artist or I can only have a job. I, I can't blend them together. And totally. when I see women like you saying, no, I'm going to make this work. It might be stressful as shit at sometimes, but I'm going to yeah. do it. <laughs> totally. I mean, you just, if you want to do it, you make it work. And if, if you're willing to go through the stress and the strain, like, I just think that there's so much beauty in being able to take them with us and see the world and, and show them all these crazy places. Um, but it's beautiful to be able to like do the job that we love and also be able to like kiss our babies goodnight every night. Like that's magical. <laughs> it is. And okay. So on your new album, Supernova, your song Supernova is about that. Your kids growing up so fast. And it just being like such a blast of light, like, man, that made me like, I told you when I, when we started this doing, like, it made me a little teary, like hearing it because how did, how did that song come about for you? Yeah. I mean, that song definitely can trigger the waterworks. <laughs> I think any song that's talking about time moving and your parents getting older and you're watching your kids just grow before your eyes, like that triggers so much emotion and holds so much weight for me. Um, and I remember I was watching my little one play in the backyard and I kind of had this like, whoa, moment of like, it felt like just a minute ago, like I was just a kid upside down on the monkey bars. And now I have um, this, these little humans to look after and I'm married and I have a mortgage and what's going on? Like, I uh, was just kind of hit with like, man, life is just moving so quickly and I hear that happens when you have kids too that it just all of a sudden like just starts speeding up like crazy because you're just you know everything's marked by their milestones and um and so I just I just opened up my phone and I just started typing and that became like the whole first verse and then I took the idea to my friend Amy Mayo who's an incredible songwriter um and mother and an author as well and and so we just sat around and we just talked about our lives and our kids and you know like it, it just like we just started crying <laughs> and um and we but we both we got this vision of like this supernova and we're like what is that like what is that about and we like wikipedia we're like what exactly how can this tie together and we 
we read that it's the, you know, the brightest, most beautiful expression of a star um, in its final moments, which is so cool. Like it just burns as bright as it can before it's gone. And I was like, whoa, I got chills. And I was like, man, shouldn't that be how we should live our lives? Oh, um, so gosh. The song was born from that. So, so you don't like to record songs unless they give you the feel. True. I got to feel it, baby. Um, I, I love to sing from my toes. And if you've got to sing it every night, I want to believe it. And I think, I think chills, getting chills is a way that you, you, you actually are truly physically feeling the song. And so that's a good marker for me if it gives you some goosebumps. <laughs> so what is the vibe and the, then the idea behind this album, Supernova? Like what is your, what is the heartbeat to it? Yeah, totally. Well, the Supernova as a whole is a little bit all over the map as far as emotion. You know, there's a, there's love, there's heartbreak, there's loneliness, there's, um, you know, trying to, trying to change yourself, trying to make sure. So it's kind of hitting, um, a wide range of human emotions. And so, um, I was kind of looking at the record when I had picked the songs. I'm like, well, what is the red thread here? Like, what are all these songs about? And I realized, um, like Supernova floated to the top for me as like, that was my favorite song, like of the album. And I was like, well, actually all of these songs are little supernovas. Like they're all, you know, their fullest expression of each emotion. And so it seemed like the perfect name for the album because um, the record, you know, it kind of has a little something for everyone, depending on what you're going through. Um, but my, my overall thing was just to kind of give, here's a set, here's a platter of the human emotion. Here you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I love that. I just feel like music more than ever right now is it's so we're all in such a vulnerable time. Like we've all been stripped so wide open and like the, the world is so raw right now, you know, like everyone it's, it's just, you can't hide. We can't hide behind our busyness and our agendas and all of our to-do lists because most of us that's been wiped out. Yeah, and totally. to hear your music and to hear music that's so real, like I feel like that's what we need. Like I really do. I feel like mm -hmm. this is some sort of awakening in all of our consciousness on some level. That it's like we just got to get back to the the root of the human spirit. And I love mm -hmm. I love your music because that's it takes me there. Thank you. I got chills when you said that, so thank you. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot to be an artist and put yourself out there and be vulnerable. Like, it is really hard. It's like you're walking out naked every single night, and you're like, here yeah. I am. This is the depth of my soul. I wrote it in a song. It's from the innermost spot in my being. <laughs> right. and now you all can just take it and have your opinions about it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it is, but it's so but it's so beautiful because I I – as a writer, like I've found that in vulnerability, that that's where you find the connection. Like when you find something that's so specific, like that you think might be so specific to you, like that's where like, oh my gosh, like I feel so connected to that. Like the, there's this line in like a John Mayer song, um, Still Feel Like Your Man, where he's like, I still leave your shampoo in my shower in case you want to wash your hair. And I was like, that's such a weird line. That's a, 
but it's the line of the whole song that sticks out for me because I'm like, who doesn't remember like breaking up with someone and then like not being able to throw away the shampoo? Like, I don't know. Like, yes. So it's strangely specific that you're able to grab onto it. And so, you know, I've found over the years of writing that if you're able to paint this picture or really get to this, the truth of it and the guts of it, um, that people, people are able to grab onto it a lot easier. And I think that that is, it's such, it is a truly a talent to be able to put that into a song specifically like that. So then it triggers emotions in all of us, you know, who are listening. Yeah. Oh gosh. So tell me when you're on the road to Cheryl Crow, I really, I loved reading this about you that you like were so blown away by the way she ran her life and business. What was it that impressed you? Man, she is such a badass. I can't even handle it. Um, and it was, it was a total dream come true to, because I just, I grew up on those records. I like know every nuance and note of those albums. And so um, to be able to listen to them every night was such a mind blowing treat. Um, but seeing her behind the scenes was I think even more valuable. Um, she brings her boys out on the road. She brings the soccer nets and is playing soccer with her boys or riding bikes with them. And one thing that I noticed about her and her band is, um, I mean, they really make, it seems like they make an adventure out of the whole thing. You know, I've seen a lot of touring acts where they roll into the city and, you know, they just, they, they don't really get out. And then they just, you know, they, they kind of stay in the tour, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. with what I loved about Cheryl and her band is they all kind of go on their own adventures and she talks about it. Like today we went to the museum and then I took my kids to this restaurant, like, which I thought was so cool because you're coming in as an artist into a city and really like all these people are coming to see you, but you have the opportunity to like love on their city too. So there's this beautiful, so there's more of a connection that happens there. Like Cheryl Crow goes to the zoo too. Awesome. <laughs> Totally. And so it was great to see her, you know, being like a mom and, and being such an incredible, like, cool leader. And so that experience was absolutely invaluable. And I got to sing Strong Enough to Be Your Man Stop. with her a few times on the road. And that was like, what is life? <laughs> How did that feel? That was crazy. And I was like super pregnant on her tour with my second kid. So I'm like out there like boop, boop, boop. And like just singing the song that I've sang 8,000 times in the shower and was like, okay, this is a movie. <laughs> that is a movie though. And I just like, I love, I love people like you who have dove, I don't know if that's correct grammar, who have dove into your own movie. Because I feel like so many people have dreams and talent, but yet there's all sorts of obstacles that make us not want to pursue those and that make us tell us, tell ourselves that we can't do it. And really, how do you, how do you combat those like that negative self-talk or those fears that creep in? Because I feel like a lot of people hit that, that wall of like, Oh, I'll never be able to do this. Or, Oh, there's too many people out there that, are doing it. I can't compete with all that or whatever. How do you stay centered in your dream to like believe in it and go so hardcore for it to live it? Like how do you yeah. keep yourself on track with it? Yeah. Well, 
I'm not going to lie. I mean, it, I haven't always been like full gung ho staying the course. There's been plenty of times in my life where I've been like, gosh, like, should I even be doing this? Like, should I just go teach yoga? I really love yoga a lot. Like, <laughs> like I don't, you know, there's been so many times that I've like, want, you know, wanted to give up. And I mean, I've, I've been blessed and feel very grateful to have an incredible support system around me, my husband, my family, and my close friends of people that just, you know, when you are feeling like, gosh, I don't know if I could do it. There's people, people around you going, keep going, you got this, like, you know, and so I think it's really important to have like a mentor, to have a cheerleader, you know, if you find those people in your life, like cling, cling to them, right? Because especially with the music industry, like it's, it's not easy and you're going to, you have to get good at hearing no a thousand times. I think that that's a big piece of it too, is you have to be stubborn with your dream. Um, and you're going to hear no, but then you just like, okay, they said no, we'll figure out another way. We'll just do, we'll just pivot a little bit. And I think any entrepreneur, like anybody starting their own business or whatever, you're going to, you're going to come up with that. You're going to, you're going to face that where you come up to a problem and you're like, Oh man, that's really hard. Like, should I keep going with this? But then, you know, there's always a way that you can like pivot and keep moving or, you know, and so, you know, community is a big thing. Um, continuing to like stay the course, you know, business wise with like trying to just make good decisions. I don't know. And, I'm a big dreamer and I write it out. And so I think that that's a big thing too, is like, just, you know, center yourself like at the beginning of every month and say, what are some little things that I can do to get me there? Um, okay. I'm going to call that person and, or I'm going to, I'm going to write three songs this month. I don't know, like set even small goals so that you can at least start walking closer to where you want to be. I love that. I also I'm a visualizer and I write down everything too. And so I want I really am curious, how do you get your big, your ultimate, the ultimate elephant that you're trying to eat? And then you take little bites of it. Cause like what do they say, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So like your, <laughs> your elephant, like your ultimate dream, how do you find that? How do you find that enough to write it down? Like, how do you know what that big dream is enough to know that's where I'm headed. That's where I'm going. Like, how do you find that within yourself? And then like, how do you write it? And then how do you break it down? Is this making, like, how do you break it down? <laughs> you know, there's been, this is, if I may do a little plug because this is something that's really, really helped me is there's these things called power sheets. Okay. Have you ever heard of these? Cultivate no. what matters power sheets and it takes you and you don't need to get the power sheets to do this, but it takes you basically through your life where you kind of just figure out like who I am, like, like who, who am I? What do I, what do I get excited about? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then the beautiful question, which I, I am like constantly asking this like weekly is like, where do you want to be when you're 80? Yes. And what do you want to be true? And I also feel like, quarantine has like really helped this too because so many times you think like my dreams are are just my job like and you can just kind of get lost in that trap which that's great to have those dreams that's awesome but when you're 80 years old 
you may or may not care how many Grammys you have on your piano. Like there may be more important things. And so when I'm 80, you know, um, you know, I back up and I want a hat. I still, I want a happy, healthy marriage. Like I want to have had an adventure of a life. You know, I want to love people really, really well. And so it's like a little bit of broader strokes where you zoom out, which is cool. And maybe you're like, yeah, it'd be great if there was like a few Grammys on my shelf. Well, how do I get there? And then you just kind of break it down a little at a time. And so this book specifically is pretty cool because um, it breaks down the sections of your life into like seasons. Um, and this is like, I mean, this is really, you said, you asked if I'm a visualizer and this is, this is I like, I think this, this is, is the most, <laughs> but you kind of do a check-in like every three months on, on your overall health of like, how, how is my marriage? How is my physical life? Like, how is my spiritual life? How, like, and you just kind of like, how is my, how are my friendships? You kind of rate everything. And then you choose like three of the things that kind of like are lacking. You choose like only three to focus on. <laughs> so, uh, and then you break it down from there. So let's say like, you know, in this season, I can't, I can't really focus much on, on promoting a record like as I, as I normally would. Right. And so, you know, that's just kind of like going over here for now. And so in this season, I'm putting energy into my marriage putting energy into being a mother and then also energy. Cause I think it's important, like into connecting with people because we can't be connected and be in person right now. Like making sure I'm connecting with friends, zooming, FaceTiming, things like that. And so, you know, each season you set small goals, but you kind of got to break it down from when you're 80. That was a long rant. Oh, I'm sorry. I love it. Where do we get this book? So it's online. Um, I believe if you look up, let's see, I think it's cultivate what matters or you Google power sheets and it will come up. They're very pretty. Um, and I love it. They've got a calendar in there. You write, you're like what you're excited for, for the month. What's on your mind that you're stressful. You write out your fears, which oh, is a big yeah. one. Because when you write it out and see your fears in front of you, a lot of times they become like silly or like, oh, wow, that's okay. That's the worst thing that could happen. All right. What am I waiting for? You know, a lot of times those fears are like just silly things we make up that aren't even that true or that bad. <laughs> also with fears, I feel like sometimes we don't even necessarily take the time to identify what the fears are. We just feel them in some sort of right spot I'm kind of afraid I don't know why right it's anxiety and so then we just have anxiety and we're holding this foggy fear but really like you said if we just take a little bit of time and write it out and unpack like it. unpack yeah. it get to the root of why we have this fear it loses its power it's so true and I think I mean so many people don't go after their dreams and don't chase after the things that they really want and it's because of fear it's because something in your brain is telling you like, you can't do that. That's too hard. Um, but you can do hard things. It's just one step at a time, right? And exactly. And you just have to break it down. I love this inventory check that you're doing with your power books because it, 
the thing is people, I feel like a lot of times people don't want to take the time to dive into themselves because a, it's a lot, it's emotional unpacking and you have to get it's to a lot. Of <laughs> who you are and like up, uproot some of your deepest, darkest lies that you've lived with that you, yeah. you, know, you look, looked up to have made you believe about yourself for whatever reason we carry around all this stuff about ourselves that isn't true, but it's just a story that we play over and over again. And so it takes a lot of work to actually unpack it. It takes a lot of work to create peace and forgiveness for all of this and acceptance that all these things, these lies, these stories that we carry around really has nothing to do with us. Most of the time it's someone else's projection of themselves on us or whatever. Totally. And, And then to get clear and to get quiet and to figure out who am I? Like, who am I without my job, without my parents, without my relationships, without the world, all without everything around me, who am I? And that it's a daunting task, but it it totally is a daunting task. And you know, a lot of this record touches on, um, this very thing we're talking about. Like I have a few songs in here about change and um, the first song in the record is called Long Time Coming. And to some, it may sound like a breakup song. Um, but when I wrote it, you know, I just had a baby, happily married, you know. Um, but I was in this place of personal excavation where I was just kind of digging through this and kind of getting rid of those things that don't serve me, they don't serve anybody else, and looking in the mirror and like breaking up with the parts of myself that I don't like. Um, And same with I Can't, it's like the song I Can't, um, I think it's like the seventh song on the record, Um, and it's talking about change and how sometimes like looking at it is like looking at a friggin' mountain and you just feel like that's too hard, I can't do it, but the truth is you can. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This Father's Day, shop at the Home Depot to find the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. He's the weed-fighting, hedge-trimming, leaf-blowing lord of the lawn. He sees the job, and he gets it done. Because your dad is a doer. So show him you appreciate everything he does with the tools he needs to power up his landscaping game. 
This Father's Day, give him the convenience and gas-like power of innovative and durable Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad does, everything he is, and everything he can be, find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. Haven't you noticed that, I mean, this is so cliche, but it's so true, and I know that you live this. On the other side of the fear that we hold, it's really not that hard. It's not nearly as scary as we thought. Yeah, it's so true. You're, it's, I think you go, you do the work, the hard work, um, and, and you come out better on the other side. Definitely, when you're able to shed those fears, shed those voices, and walk into like step by step of thing, of who you really want to be like there's there's so much beauty and so much power and um wonderful things in that and i wish that everyone would take the time to do this and i get this book that you have on even if someone if you can just start if, if someone doesn't know how to start this is a great place to start because if we all could just look at ourselves in that honest way wouldn't we all feel so much more free and then because of that so much happier and create such a better energy to the world instead of carrying around all mm-hmm. our fear and resentment? Absolutely. I mean, I love it. I mean, so it's so simple. Just closing your eyes and thinking like, what is my 80 year old self all about? And like, where, what do I want? What do I want the whole story that I just lived to be? What do I want to be true in all of that? Okay. So what then, do you want your 80 year old self to be? Who is 80 year old Caitlin Smith? <laughs> man I mean there's I like I did share you know a few pieces with you like I, I'd love to just I- inspire people along the way to find their to find their light and and to shine that as bright as they can um I feel like one of my gifts is encouragement as a person I really just love um encouraging the shit out of people <laughs> to just do their do their stuff um and so i i hope that's true i mean i hope that that my marriage can be healthy that my kids can like be healthy beautiful individuals um you know i want to create a home that's welcoming and um i love cooking and entertaining and stuff like that and so i want i want to have at least you know, a few thousand beautiful dinners around my table, right? Um, and it's funny because as I list these things, like, it, not very many of them are like, well, I want to record with Paul Simon. Like, cool, maybe I want to do that. But at the end of my life, if I don't record a song with Paul Simon, it's going to be fine. Like, there's just bigger, broader strokes um, as humans and that – I think are just more important. And so, you know, and when I do think of my career and think about those things, like, well, it's, you know, touring Europe would be fun or, you know, doing a playing headlining Red Rocks would be really fun. I don't know. Like you, there's things that like your peers and your, and your, you know, mentors like have done that seem really cool to do. Um, but also I'm not going to define who I am on whether or not I do those things. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to like do my best in my job, but it's just a job. 
and I'm bigger and as a as a person than that. So and so are you and you and you and you. <laughs> Amen to that. But I mean, let's talk about some cool things. You had a freaking sign in Times Square. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> who, gets a, who gets a billboard in the middle of Times Square? I mean, that's, that's people are playing Red Rocks on some level for sure. <laughs> that's so cool. God, I can't even believe it. Moments where it's like, holy shit, you have your face and your single on a, t- on a billboard in Times Square. Did you die? That's like, I did die. That's bizarre. Like every time something like that happens, I'm like, what? My face? Okay. That's cool. <laughs> I hope you reveled in that moment. I hope you took that moment in. Cause I mean, that gives me chills thinking about it. Those are the kind of moments where it's like, yes, like you're saying, there's so much more to you than those moments. But when those moments do come into your life, it's pretty freaking magical. It's a freaking gift. It's really, it's so cool. It is. And like, I mean, we do, we definitely celebrate big when something happens and bust out the champagne. Um, I think it's important to do that. Celebrate the small things too, like, and the big things. But that, yeah, that was really cool. (laughs) Talk to me about flow because I feel like you are someone who, writes out your goals, writes out your dreams, has discovered who you are and what makes you yourself and what makes you tick. But do you, after you do all this work to discover who you are, what you're passionate about, where you want to put your time and energy, do you let a lot of it just go into the universe and let it unfold how it will on its own? Or how do you deal with Yeah. I mean, I think... I choose specific things in, in certain seasons to put energy into. And so for instance, like right now, um, I can't put a ton of energy. Like I can put a little energy into creating and that's really great. It fills me up. Um, but my job right now is like to be a good wife, to be a good mom, um, and to be a good friend. And so, uh, you know, that's right now where I'm like, trying to put my energy but but it'll it'll shift uh, once we get back on the road then it's like my energy needs to go into balance and into figuring out like okay do I say yes do I say no to this okay you know let's go do this when you want to say yes and when you want to say no what governs your yes and your no <laughs> it's really I mean Raleigh and I talk it out we're like is it worth it um it it depends on so many things it's hard I feel like um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a case by case scenario. I don't know the answer to that. Sometimes it's like, well, that doesn't sound that fun, but it pays a lot of money. <laughs> I like making money. That's cool. Let's do it. But then sometimes it's like, oh, well, that's a really great opportunity. It doesn't pay anything, but let's play this benefit. It's going to give a lot of money to people who need it. So, you know, it just, depends on what it is you say yes for different reasons but it's also different seasons like if you've got a lot going on you have to start saying no to more things um I think that's for everybody right in every season you're like it's a lot then it's like slows down I don't know (laughs) aware and intentional you are like I feel like that just is the thread of who you are and everything you do thanks I try 
<laughs> what has motherhood taught you? What has what? Motherhood taught you. Oh man. So many big things. Um, when you have that baby, it's like your whole priority list just gets washed away and you get to rewrite it, right? Mm -hmm. um, motherhood has made me want to go on this journey to become a better version of myself. Um, it's, it definitely like squashes the ego. Um, that's a big reason too. I love taking the kids on the road is because I'm wiping snotty noses before I'm going on stage. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, right? Beautiful. Like, well, here, let me get that booger. Okay. Mama's got to go sing. There's <laughs> <laughs> something so beautiful in that. That's like, and like, be, they're watching you all the time. And so they definitely, it definitely turns on the heat to, to you to like, when I look at myself, I'm like, okay, I want to be the best version of myself that I can be for my kids. So I can, you know, not let them push all my baggage on them. You know, I want to show them a good human. And so it's a lot. Being a mom teaches you a lot, right? <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, it just, I feel so, um, emotionally exposed more than ever. Mm -hmm. You know, that's I so true. Because they also know your, your, your trigger points. And so you're like, oh, like they're screaming no at you. And you're like, oh, you're just three. I don't know why this is making me so mad. But this is my problem to sort out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Emotionally exposed. And so every, true. Every part, I, I just, and like you said, whatever ego I thought I had before. And now it's like. Because uh, every day, I, I totally, I totally relate to what you're saying. Like, I want Sunny to have the chance to discover who she is and figure out what her dreams are. And I want to help facilitate and guide her in any way I can. I don't want to put pressure on her, but I want right. to be safe. And so it's like I so focused on her finding her light and being giving her the best shot she has to yeah. like. And cover all that and try not to put all sorts of other shit on her so she doesn't have to go to years of therapy. I mean, she will. Right. <laughs> but, you know, and try to keep her slate as clean as possible so she can just be. Yeah. But, I mean, of totally. course. No. We'll all mess up somehow. And that's, and there's, but there's a beauty in that too because they, they can learn from that as well, you know. But that's awesome. Yeah. But so like with me, it's like I feel the same way. I just want to do what I feel like my purpose is. And I really don't have much energy or time or care to do anything else like I did before. Like, right. keeping track of like trying to, I don't know, be in the, be in also keep up with whoever I thought I was trying to keep up with or compare right. myself. It's like, I don't really have the time for that like I used to. <laughs> it really just doesn't matter as much, right? Which is a beautiful thing. Because it's, what's beautiful is, is that you're able to then hold that, that dream lightly and yes. just let it be and not like force things um, because you're putting your energy and your focus on your kids and your family. And that's, that's so beautiful. Man. How do you keep a healthy marriage on the road? That's a great question. <laughs> um, we have a 
an amazing counselor. I really am an advocate of counseling. And, and I feel like, um, you know, a lot of, I feel very grateful because a lot of artists like are doing it apart from their spouse. And that's a whole nother deal of hard, right? I feel grateful because we are doing it together, but then everything is together. <laughs> we're parenting, we're doing sound check together, we're eating together, then we're going to sleep together. It's like everything's together. Yes. Um, the beautiful thing is that we do really love each other, so that's great. But, um, you know, we're committed to, you know, if we get on each other's nerves, try and uh, like find space to give. It's like, hey, I'm just going to go be alone in the car for an hour and listen to a podcast. Like, you know, doing our best to give each other space is, is important in our scenario. Um, and also like if we're out on the road for a long stint, we will do date nights. Even if we're like always together, it's like, let's just have this time where it's like not the kids. It's just us. And we don't talk about music. Yeah. We just drink all, all the wine and have a lot of fun, right? Yeah. So it's like the lines are really blurry on the road between music and, and marriage, you know, and, and it's just, you know, doing our best with each, each tour and each weekend. It's, it's tricky, though. Yeah. But we're, we're doing it. We're being, committed. Being together on the road is a whole separate yeah. thing than not being together and they're both hard in their own ways but it's right. like yeah because like when you're together with someone 24 7 it is a lot but I am with you it's a, it's a blessing and you're glad to have it that way totally it's such a blessing um but I, I've also noticed that like especially if we're touring with the whole band and we're like in a van and like the irritation is just building because <laughs> yeah. you can't fight it out right because you're always, always around people. So just leaving space for like a daily check-in. That's like, hey, how are we? How are you? You know, and leaving space for that so that, and, and like even five minutes to be able to talk about it is helpful for us. But we're still learning. <laughs> with tons of people all the time, it sure makes you pick your battles, doesn't it? Because you can't just. Yeah, that's yeah. a big one. You can't get upset when there's like 10 people in a van. You all are. No you're all cranky you're you all gotta be made of grace in that moment right if everyone's just pissed off all the time it's like you know it'd be explosive so it's like you really learn traveling in large company how to just let things roll a little bit I think exactly you let it roll but then also it's all about perspective because you can wake up and you can be crabby and you can be like oh this van ride so long and da, 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 da. or you could focus on cool we're gonna we have a job we're gonna go play a show tonight I'm it's, with all my best friends this is really fun like it's really a lot of times if you're in that headspace you just gotta go burp, 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 change a little bit <laughs> you gotta find the blessing in it always yeah totally um okay so I have a couple more questions and I'm gonna wrap up I, awesome. I absolutely adore you <laughs> same <laughs> you are one of those really amazing artists that is just straight soul all the time. Like when you, like your even your album art, like dang that picture. <laughs> Thank you. That is just like, I took, I went to your website. I mean, I'm super emotional right now. Like I, I, I think I still give myself credit for having a baby and like being emotional from that. But like, there's just so much. Oh happening. yeah. 
<laughs> I went, I was listening to your album and I went to your website and I saw that picture and I just like, it made me emotional because it, it's so beautiful and it's not just like, oh, there's a pretty person in a picture. The whole, it was like art, like your picture is art and you, you. are just art. Like, I feel like your expression of Thank your you. art, how did you come up with that artwork? Cause it's like you bending over backwards in the middle of a galaxy in this flowing dress and it's, <laughs> it's so crazy how it happened. But um, usually like the night before photo shoots, I'll go on Pinterest and I'll just kind of, I'll look up like poses and I'll look up like specifically like Vogue poses or like weird, you know, like beautiful like photography art I've found is like, it's all about angles with your body. And so I just like made a whole page of, page of poses and I was like, I really want to get this backbend picture. And the photographer's like, photographer, um, David McClister, he's amazing. Um, and he was like, okay, let's do it. And he kind of caught my vision. And I had this like dress with this, this like cape that J-Lo had worn. So I felt like a total queen. And I was like, oh, I've got my J-Lo dress. Was J-Lo actually wore that dress? She wore that dress. No big deal. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's <laughs> so fun. So we were getting this beautiful, it was a, it was like, sunrise actually when we took that photo and i'm like you know running through the fields and like trying and there's cows everywhere i'm trying to just step in cow poop i'm like barefoot <laughs> don't i'm like don't step on cow poop don't wreck the jlo dress and like, but also like show them your good side of the camera like it was so crazy but then i'm like okay let's get into the back bend sequence but i think i had to do it like 70 times because i really he was like we gotta get this picture and so like I had been doing a lot of yoga, thank God, but I still had a really sore back the next day. <laughs> but we did a ton of those back bends, and then it was like, it was like one of those images where you're like going through the photo shoot, and you're like, what? <laughs> like, that's, like the that's the one. And then, we, you know, when we decided the album was Supernova, our director on the thing was like, let's make this the night sky instead of a sunrise. So that's the whole long story of that, but it was so much fun to do. Oh man. <clears throat> it's just like, I feel like that, that everything is just a perfect, perfect match on this album for you. And you that's probably just you in general. Cause I feel like, like <laughs> anything unless it gives you all the feels. And so I just feel like it's all the feels. Thank you. That means a lot. What I love about it, that being the, the cover art is that it's, it's a heart opening backbend, you know, it's a heart opening expression. It's a very vulnerable expression. Like, I don't know anybody listening, like who does yoga, you know, like a camel pose can bring up some feelings, right? Yeah. It's because it's so exposing. I once heard a yoga teacher say like, it's because like, it's unnatural because like, like at, during war or whatever, like you are like back in the day, like you could, if you have your heart exposed, like, you could get stabbed. You could, you could die. Like that's why people wear breastplates and things like that. And so like to have your heart open like that, um, is a very vulnerable thing. And that's why I think it just fits perfectly with it. the whole album as a whole. So well, as, a, as a fan of yours and I know everyone else who's listening, who knows you or is discovering you right now, like, thank you for sharing your vulnerability because oh, totally. that, that's, brave it takes a lot of bravery to do that and it also takes a lot of heart to do that and then i feel like because of that it impacts other people to be able to find vulnerability within themselves and so it's such a blessing 
Thank you. Absolutely. Okay, I always end all my podcasts with leave your light. So what do you want people to know? Just as basic as that. Oh, wow. Like about, about life, about myself? What do I want people to know? Leave your light. Oh, this is like, it feels like writing my opus. <laughs> it feels a little scary. The one thing. Just whatever comes to mind first. It's like whatever, when it, whatever sparks something in your mind. And it's wide open. It can be any category, anything. Like what do you want people to know? That's beautiful. Um, I mean, we've talked a lot about not being afraid today. And, and to kind of shedding, trying to shed the, the things that don't serve you. And to walk and to try your best to walk and step into that person that you want to be. And so, um, I don't know who needs to hear it, but I think don't be afraid is a really, really great. It's so simple. It's a really, really great thing to, to hang your hat on. Like, especially in a time right now, it's so uncertain, right? But we're going to be okay. Like we don't have to worry. We've got a whole community. We've got a whole world going through this together. Um, and everybody's got each, everybody's back, right? And so don't be afraid, baby. You got this. <laughs> I love that, Caitlin. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me. Oh, absolutely. Same, same, same. I really love chatting today. This was awesome. So You're amazing. And Supernova, is it, it's out, right? Or Supernova is, it- is out now. You can download, stream, share it with your mom. Buy it on vinyl, all the things. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, I sure appreciate you. Okay, don't hang up. I'm going to end this, but okay. okay. Bye. Bye. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.